The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Jess Kelly's Tech Takeover on the Hard Shoulder. Yes, Jess Kelly is back with me, our technology correspondent here in News Talk to talk about a fitness trackers and whether we're, I guess, getting full use of them. Is that fair? Yeah, I think so. A lot of people have heard about them. Maybe you've been given one, maybe Santa brought one one year and you wore it for a few days when you're doing your little waddle around the block in January and then you've ditched it. But I've been looking at the whole notion of the wider benefits we could get from wearable technologies, not only as individuals and our health and well-being, but also the health system in this country as a whole. Okay, so let's break that down into two parts. So let's talk about it from an individual basis. Mm. I mean, in what way can they help me? Okay, any wearable that you get now, it's actually very difficult to buy a bad wearable, such as the technology improved in the last number of years. But every wearable is paired to an app on your phone and it collates the information based on what you do, how you move, when you move, when you sleep. You can also input things like your water intake. There are some um, apps that offer the calorie counters if you want to go down that route. But all of that data gets put into these different applications And it can give you a very good overview of your general health and well-being. It can also act as a motivational tool. Um, It can, you know, just let you know. So, for example, in my own little world. Yes. I was taking around 4,000 steps a day in January of last year. Okay. Which is not ideal. It's not a huge amount. No. And I had tested every wearable under the sun. Always have a wearable on my wrist. But I wanted it so I could check my text messages without having the absolute pain of taking my phone out of my pocket and that was the height of it. But I was looking at my phone and I saw I was doing 4,000 steps a day. And bit by bit, by trying to reach the target that the phone prompted me, which was 10,000 steps a day, I have increased my fitness, personally speaking, dramatically in the last 12 months. So my average, which was 4,000 in January 23, is now the January 24 average was 14,000 steps a day. Oh, wow. Okay. So a huge increase. A huge increase. But you know what's By mad? virtue of the wearable. It was completely prompted by the wearable. The wearable, when I clicked through the information, I could see that I was going maybe up one flight of stairs a day. I was having broken sleep. I was sleeping for maybe five hours and I'd be up and down like a yo-yo throughout the night. Uh, I could see that my resting heart rate was appalling for my age. I just could get a very good, very stark insight for someone who was at that stage uh, 33, 34 years of age. My health, it wasn't where it should be. Mm. So I took it as a bit of an inspiration. I started moving more, set myself the goal of just waddling, walking around for an hour a day. And increasing the movement. And within a matter of weeks, I realised that I was sleeping better. I was feeling better. I was drinking more water. I was craving less crap junk food. And bit by bit, it's that domino effect. Mm. Like we'd often talk about it in the office. We'd all, because, you know, quite a few people like yourself are into running or into exercise. And we'd have these little chats. And I was always embarrassed to engage in those conversations because my level of fitness was just not there. But using the data from the watch to almost push me into it and getting inspired to move Mm. and being able to see that the bit, that one hour of movement a day 
was bringing my resting heart rate down. And I could see my heart rate recovery rate was improving. And I could see that my steps were going up. I was taking the stairs rather than lift. And those small little changes, not only from a physical point of view, so you do lose weight, as I said, you crave less junk, uh, but you also just feel better within yourself. Okay, so that, that that's kind of an example of the individual. Then let's kind of extrapolate that out to the population at large. Mm. Uh, and you mentioned kind of preventative medicine and everything. Yeah. So what, what role could wearables play on that front? So here in Ireland, since around 2018, there's been this initiative um, called Stay Left, Shift Left. Uh, it's an initiative by the HSC and it was launched by Professor Martin Curley, who at the time was the Chief Innovation Officer at the HSE. And the idea was to try and keep well people well for longer using technology to provide insights. So, for example, if you were me last year and you're only taking 4,000 steps a day, mm-hmm. That's not a great amount of movement. So obviously you might be overweight, which would increase, uh, have an impact on your BMI. Uh, It could lead to further health implications down the line. And so by inspiring people and getting the data on the devices, you could identify, you know, if you bring the information into your doctor, you could identify if there are notifications of, you know, a cardiac uh, cardiac arrhythmia, for example, or if somebody is on the path to uh, a type of diabetes. Yes. All of these little insights that can be garnered from the wearable on your wrist in the form of data that's compiled over a period of time because you're wearing it all day, every day. It's it's essentially well, it's, a, a medical device on your wrist. Yeah, it kind of it's it, it like you know you speak to any physician and and they'll tell you like the problem is in terms of prevention is that they don't see patients until the issue has become more acute. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there was only a way that they could kind of reach out as as the as people started to kind of roll down the hill and they could kind of reverse that trend. And we're all walking around, or certainly most of us are walking around with one of these devices on our wrist. We're all walking around with these devices in our pockets. Yeah. You know, they come in ring form, they come in bracelet form, they come in all sorts of forms at the moment. It's a matter of kind of just joining those pieces up, isn't it? A hundred percent. I remember saying a few years ago that, you know, it's no good having one of these uh, wearables on your wrist unless you understand the data and you know what to do if a bad trend emerges. And every single one of these providers, uh, the manufacturers will say, look, these aren't medical grade. These aren't to replace doctors. So, you know, don't try and interpret the data yourself. But if you do have concerns around your health, bringing that information to your doctor, uh, particularly devices that have ECG monitors built in. So the top end Apple watches, for example, the Fitbit Charge 6, uh, some of the Garmin devices, they have ECG monitors built in. You can buy ones as well, uh, kind of uh, basically like a phone cover with kind of an attachment on the back of it. Yeah, there's a company called Cardia. And um, essentially, as you said, it's like a a little sticker that goes on the back of your phone. There's two metal plates. Places your thumb on them. They are very affordable and they can again provide insights. The health app that comes as standard on every smartphone now is a great way to log and track your different bits of health. You can also, that company Cardi and other companies as well, make things like blood pressure monitors. So if you are of a certain age where you are concerned about elements of your health, there are things and ways that you can take things into your own hands. Bring it to your GP and have that data to hand. Deleted that app off my phone. 
Did you? I was wondering what you were laughing. I was there. just having a look. I think, I, I, as you said, I think I'm fairly sure I deleted that. Uh, yep, deleted that. Don't have that app anymore. But Good I'll man. take your word for it. But just, <laughs> sure to, just, just to show that this this does matter, Professor Martin Curley, who I mentioned a few minutes ago, he has said that the Republic of Ireland is about 15 years behind most developed countries when it comes to digital health. And I spoke to him back in 2022. And he told me two stats that really kind of stopped me in my tracks. The first is that we could add two and a half years of quality life to every person in Ireland every five years by embracing digital technologies. And the second stat that blew me away, and this was again was from 2022, was that the HSE budget at the time was 21 billion. And at that stage, we were spending 0.024% on digital transformation. That was 5 million euros. So 0.024% was being spent on digital transformation. But it could add two and a half years to everybody's life every five years. So this isn't just me going, technology is great. There's actually scientific evidence, not only from the wearables and the phones and the smart scales, but all of it coming together and informing our GPs and our healthcare providers could be literally transformational. Um, Listen, it is a case of joining those pieces together. Not always a simple task in this country. Uh, Before you go, I know you've got a recommendation. Your tech rec this week, what is it? My tech rec, and it's completely free. It's an app, it's called Irish Life. It's completely free, uh, but it is an excellent introduction into the digital transformation journey for your health and well-being. You're measured on a number of metrics. So your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health, your habits, you get a score out of a thousand. And it just, again, inspires and prompts you. So you don't have to run out and spend 500 quid on an Apple Watch. It's completely free. It's available on iOS. You don't iOS. have to be an Irish Life customer. Not at all. It's just, it's a, it's an app that is there for everybody. Completely free. Download it. Available on iOS and Android. And uh, it'll get you on your way. Jess Kelly, our technology correspondent. Thank you. Hi, Jess Kelly here. If you want more tech news, reviews and insights, make sure you subscribe to the Tech Talk podcast or tune in every Saturday at 5pm. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.